I'm Kelsey Zeiser. I'm a senior editor at Light Reading. We're here at the Big 5G event in Denver, and I'm joined by Mike Noonan, CEO of Mixcom. Good to see you, Mike. Great to be here. Thank you for taking the time and looking forward to our discussion. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at Mixcom. Sure thing. So, yeah, I'm the CEO of Mixcom. Been on board for about two years, and I was advisor to uh, Harish Krishnaswamy and Frank Lane, who are the co-founders of our company. You know, prior to this, you know, worked with a lot of different you know, semiconductor startups as I founded uh, Silicon Catalyst, the first incubator for semiconductor startups. And before that, uh, you know, worked with Global Foundries, NXP, you know, and Cisco Systems so, uh, you know, prior to uh, working at Mixcom. Yeah, so a lot of different unique roles there. Uh, so tell us a little bit about um, Mixcom's approach to uh, beamforming technology and why that's critical for 5G. In indeed. And Mixcom, while we're a relatively young company, started in 2017, our story starts you know, really about to 12 years earlier. When DARPA went looking for what would come next for high frequency you know, solutions, and really you know, going well beyond you know, what they had done in gallium arsenide and gallium nitride, they identified some technology that at the time was at IBM, you know, that became RFSOI, and then you know, looked to several universities, Columbia University being one of the primary you know, uh, research institutions. And over 10 years, you know, with a lot of DARPA money, a lot of work at places like Columbia, you know, came up with you know, RFSOI and a new architecture for beamforming. Mixcom you know, spun all of that you know, technology out you know, as a head start, and now we're bringing you know, to market what we call you know, an antennas to algorithm solution starts with the RFSOI you know, being really the sweet spot for millimeter wave, being that they'll have you know, great level of integration but high output power, excellent efficiency. But then we take those chips and then integrate them directly with the antenna. And so here at the show, we recently announced and debuted you know, the world's first antenna in package for 5G infrastructure. You know, this here in 15 by 15 millimeters is 16 you know, 39 gigahertz radios with integration with the beamformer, all in an ultra-tiny package. Yeah, and it's we, very small. <laughs> which we think is going to be you know, a great way to really solve some of the, the pain points and, and issues with your previous solutions for millimeter wave, but also something that's scalable from CPE to repeaters to full-fledged base stations. Okay, excellent. Uh, and also, tell us uh, a little bit about some new partnerships that you're working on. I believe you all had an announcement in July. And uh, so, how are partnerships um, important to furthering this type of technology? I mean, you, you mentioned the academic piece as Indeed. well. Indeed. Well, for any company, and especially you know, with the opportunities in a market like 5G, you know, partnerships are, are, are essential. And you know, Columbia University, DARPA, we also enjoy a very tight relationship with Global Foundries, you know, who is our joint development partner you know, for this uh, tenant and package. And uh, recently we announced some additional partnerships really to you know, complete the solution. You know, SciTune, for instance, so, you know, is a key partner for us, you know, being a transceiver that can you know, interface you know, to our millimeter wave solutions, but also provide you know, a nice seamless interface to sub six. But one of the other exciting partnerships and something we're so proud to be part of is the 5G Open Innovation Lab, mm -hmm. where we were you know, part of you know, the, the second class that, uh, that they had and the first millimeter wave company invited. And that's really given us you know, both an introduction as well as a growing and deepening working relationship with T-Mobile as well as other you know, founding companies that have been part of the 5G Open Innovation Lab. 
And so you know, we're, we're quite proud and, and, and absolutely you know, delighted to be able to work with these world-class companies as they see what we're doing with our RFSOI and 10N package and millimeter wave solutions to be you know, hopefully part of their solutions moving forward. Yeah, 5G takes a village, right? <laughs> Very much so. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Right. But you know, being able to you know, share what we have and also learn you know, what problems that we can solve and especially when you have the best output power and efficiency, you know, it's become quite exciting. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned millimeter wave. Uh, what's new uh, for Mixcom in terms of your focus on uh, millimeter wave for, for 5G? Yep. And so you know, now that we've made millimeter wave easy to deploy with you know, an antenna and package, we're using this as basically a, a building block so that you can have your know, scalable solutions that you know, optimize antennas. And so you know, we've cleverly designed this so you can you know, have perhaps one of these for CPE, but for repeater, you know, tile three or four you know, okay. to get more radiated power, or maybe six or eight for a base station, but maintaining exactly the, the precise you know, pitch for the antenna. But the other part of it is you know, going from antennas to algorithms, you know, now we're starting to introduce ways to boost performance and you know, increase even more you know, the output power, and especially you know, uh, you know, uplink with algorithms that might, might run on a baseband that you know, we don't manufacture, mm -hmm. but you know, working with our partners and, and, uh, and, and great companies, you know, like a Xilinx, for instance, being able to have you know, things like array pre-distortion, never been done before mm -hmm. you know, for millimeter wave, you know, commonplace and widely used for LTE and, and, and lower frequencies, but now we can have those algorithms run on a baseband and boost performance even more on our radio. And so really looking to you know, use this as a platform that we build on and, and so much innovation you know, can come from that. Mm -hmm. I think you said uh, pre-distortion? Array pre-distortion. Uh, why is that um, important for a millimeter wave? Well, so well, what we want to do and, uh, and really you know, leverage some of the techniques that have been used you know, for, for lower frequencies, mm -hmm. you know, start to apply those to the much more complex solutions for, for beam farming. Okay. And so we figured out you know, with you know, not only our architecture, but also an understanding of you know, the baseband processors, you know, how now to have you know these performance boosting algorithms, you know, give us you know, either you know more you know, headroom from a noise floor, better linearity, and perhaps you know even you know, better performance, you know, boosting you know a couple couple dBm, which you know is quite significant, and mm -hmm. being able to, to do that to, without really impacting you know the, the bill of materials, mm -hmm. and so you know really setting a stage for we we think you are know, really going to solve the the pain points for millimeter wave. You know, being able to have the right coverage, which reduces capex you know, for a service provider, you know, having a robust uplink so that you know, every customer is monetizable, but also you know, reduce the overall cost of goods sold. Okay. And so you know, traditional solutions that might use a bulk CMOS solution might take a thousand elements mm -hmm. where we can get the same job done in you know, one quarter mm -hmm. you know, the elements, which dramatically reduces the cost and makes millimeter wave easier to deploy and giving everyone the bandwidth and also the, the robust reliability that people expect. Yeah, I think the cost reduction and efficiency probably makes a lot of CFOs happy. <laughs> oh, very, very much so. And this makes designers happy because you know, we take all of the complexity of millimeter wave away and it makes everybody happy because now you can have you know, basically an array the size of you know, a postcard on the side of a building that gives you, you know, gigabit performance, but no one will even know it's there. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, so is there anything else that you're looking forward to this week at the event? Uh, any interesting panels that really stood out to you or keynotes? Oh, with, without a doubt. So, uh, so you know, the, uh, the, the panels you know, here, you know, starting with you know, the, the, the big 6G and, and really showing where we can go and you know, 
and very important to you know Millman away for 5G really sets the stage for where we want to go with 6G. And uh, it was so great to hear from you know, leading experts like Joe Madden, who we, we have a lot of respect for, and, and but uh, the entire week has been been filled with you know thought leaders and, and people that have been great to see you know either virtually or in person. And so this has been you know, not only time well spent, but look forward to, to, to being back away next year. Good, well, I'm glad to hear it. And thanks so much for joining me, Mike. It was great to um, learn more about the beam forming technology and, and also get to see it in person. Very cool. My pleasure. You know, thank you for the insightful questions and I've so enjoyed the discussion. Thanks.